1: Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur podcast. This is Seth Green. I have the good fortune today of interviewing Tom Schwab, the chief evangelist officer of interviewvalet.com. Now, full disclosure before we dive in, um, Tom and his amazing team are constantly sending us their amazing guests to book across all of the shows that we here at Market Domination produce so we already have a relationship this isn't our our our, our first rodeo but this is the first time Tom I get to interview Tom and turn the mic around and make him on the other side of it. So, Tom, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Seth, I am thrilled to be here, and I appreciate all you do. Anybody that says doing it in a podcast is uh, easy, easy has never done it or never done it well. You just make it look easy.
1: Well, thank you very much, and that's through a painful trial and error that we finally <laughs> figured out. So we, that's another story for another show. All right, so let's go to you because the show's about you today. So let's go back in time. What did you – how did you – what, what started – why did you start Interview Valet?
2: Yeah, well, really, it came from my experience with inbound marketing, you know, using content to attract, engage, and delight. And I built a company up, an e-commerce company uh, with that, built it up, sold it off. I was in a sabbatical time, and I wondered if you could use podcast interviews almost like we used to use guest blogs, right? Um, Because the hack a dozen years ago was instead of writing a blog, getting it up on your own site, getting it seen by three people. One of them being your mom, Um, Mom you know,
1: put,
2: yeah, put it up on a site that already has that get the no like and trust in the backlinks. And we started to test that in 2014 and we're blown away. By how well it worked first I thought "Eh, it's a niche it's the personality kept testing it and um, was just shocked that uh, it was converting 25 times better than blogs Uh, and uh, wrote a book did a course um, and what people told me is you know you've given me the cookbook you've given me the videos I don't want to learn how to be the chef. You know, let me be the guest. You take care of the rest. And uh, uh, Interview Valet was born out of that. Uh, now five years in, um, we've got a team of 18, uh, all based in the United States and uh, serving about 100 clients.
1: Congratulations. I'm sure the longer version's in a book somewhere. Um, if not, it should be. So incredible journey. So let's talk about that. So in your what, if I'm paraphrasing you correctly, podcasts are the new blo- guest blog post. Now we actually on our side we combine them so every podcast episode should be turned into a blog post and now the person has repurposed content and they don't have to write a two thousand word blog post because they just did a twenty minute interview, so I, I agree people want to are now listening and watching more than they're reading so that absolutely makes sense that they should do the appearance why should our why should entrepreneurs and business owners and sales professionals silly question, but let's not assume anything of our audience. Why should they want to be a guest on someone else's podcast?
2: Today, I believe the biggest problem we all have is obscurity, right? We've got so many clients that we could serve uh, with our current product or service, right? We don't have to change anything. The problem is they don't know we exist. We're obscure. So this idea of breaking through the noise Honestly, I think it's laughable these days. I think it's the people that are selling us the megaphones that are telling us to break through the noise. I look at it; it's like yelling at the Super Bowl. Uh, nobody's hearing you. I think it's much better, and the data proves it, to get in on the conversation. A personal referral—you know—if um, you can get introduced by someone who's a trusted advisor, like a podcast host, be able to tell your story of thirty or forty-five minutes. That is so powerful. Uh, and to me, that's, that's the secret formula right now. And like you said, uh, for most people, it's easier to do a 20-minute interview or a 20-minute podcast than it is to write the blog. So you can create in the way that's easiest for you and then repurpose it so it's out there for everybody. Uh, to me, it's, it's just an easy way to do it. And you know, exposure brings opportunity.
1: Absolutely. I would agree with all of that. Now you mentioned serving over, serving a hundred plus clients. What types of different industries are you seeing entrepreneurs go? Are they on niche specific podcasts? Are they on generic podcasts? I mean, how does that work? How does a entrepreneur say, yes, I should be a guest. How do I be a good guest and where should I be a guest?
2: Yeah. And it's all about focus, right? Bigger is not better. Better is better. You know, if you think about it as fishing for your ideal customer, well, you know, um, it it could be Lake Michigan, but if it's a saltwater fish, it doesn't matter. There's none there. So our algorithm that we use really looks at four things. And most people stop at the podcast, right? Does the podcast have your ideal listeners? Um, Do they have enough shows out there that they've got an audience? Um, Most people stop right there. But also look at their website, right? Every time you're a podcast guest, you're going to get a backlink. And that can be so powerful for SEO. We've got some clients that do it just for the backlink. Look at the reach. You know, how much are they promoting it out there, Um, you know, either through social media or through their email list? And then finally, we look at experience with previous guests. So that's something that we've got from our database, but really... To me, it's a focus game, right? There's 800,000 podcasts out there. You don't have the time to be on all of them, nor are the vast, vast majority of them going to move the dial. You need to find out those right ones um, that your customers are listening to.
1: Absolutely. I think that makes a ton of sense. So we talked about focus, we talked about getting on the right show that's aimed at your target market. Now, how do we be a good guest? How do we make sure that the host is glad they had us on? How do we make sure that the listeners get value? And how do we, most importantly, create value for ourselves since we spent the time to do it? How do we monetize or make money or generate? How do, how do we make the most of it?
2: Right. This is, this is marketing. If it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. But what I tell people from the very beginning is your number one goal on being on a podcast is to make the host look like a genius for introducing you, right? Bring value. Go there to serve. You know, podcasts are a great place for people to get to know, like, and trust you. They're a lousy place for an infomercial. So start with that servant's heart of what can I give? What can I help with? And start with that. The second thing is I don't care how good of a communicator you are. You're not going to be able to solve everybody's problem in 15, 30, 45 minutes, right? So don't think that um, there's not a next step, right? So think about how can I help somebody to go from being a passive listener to an active visitor to my website and then ultimately an engaged lead. And one of the things that our testing has shown is that give them three ways to say yes, you know, a small yes. Come back, check out a a checklist, uh, subscribe to my podcast. Doesn't take a whole lot. The medium, yes, could be offered them a free book, a a free face-to-camera video. And then, you know, if they've listened to you for 30 or 45 minutes and they want to engage, don't slow them down in a funnel, right? Um, Give them away. If they show up with credit card in hand, ready to talk to the wizard, make it easy for them. And just remember too, that this is evergreen content. So if you send them to a dedicated page for each podcast, not only can you attribute the traffic, but over the years, as your homepage changes, that dedicated welcome page will stay there converting forever.
1: Okay, so those are great tips. I love the ideas. Now let's talk about the application and results. So on Sharkpreneur, we talk about magical transformation. So can you share with us some examples of clients that you've helped get on shows and kind of the results they got or how it moved the needle for them.
2: Yeah. And we really focus on three verticals. It's not necessarily where our clients are, but where our clients clients are. So it's business, health, nutrition, and wellness and faith and spirituality. And so we work with a lot of authors for virtual book tours, coaches, consultants, um, uh, brands. And so, uh, you know, some of them, um, like I can think of a consultant, Craig Cody, Um, Great guy. He's a retired New York City cop, now turned CPA. Does a lot of fractional CFO work. And he reported at a a public meeting that at one year, he got 600% return on investment. And at two years, he got a 1,200% return on investment. And to me, that really showed the the relationship that could be built off a podcast. He had to start doing disclaimers on his show of don't send me your tax returns. Just send me an email and then we'll get the secure link for that. He's like, people trusted him so much after hearing him for 30 or 45 minutes after being introduced by the host that they're like, yeah, this is the person I want to work with. And so you know, if that's the kind of long-term lifetime value that you're looking to have, um, podcasts can be a great way as opposed to just a transaction. Another one would be a coach. Um, Aaron Walker is a life and business coach. You know, he was known in Nashville, but not really any place after that. You always know, joked that he was in, outside there, he was in the witness protection plan. Well, he started to get on podcast interviews just to fill up some one-on-one coaching spots. Well, he got out there Got the know, like, and trust, and he filled up those spots. And then he raised his prices, and the spots filled up quicker. And so he had all of these people. He started to launch paid mastermind groups. Uh, now he's up to 15 paid mastermind groups with 10 men each. Um, he got a book deal out of it. Um, that he launched his book. So really exposure brings opportunity. And, you know, we work with um, some smaller companies. We also work with larger companies, you know, brands that want to get their message out there. You know, ones like HubSpot and uh, Lockheed Martin. And uh, those are the companies that know their cost of customer acquisition and cost of lead acquisition down to the penny. And they tell us that it's one of the best channels that they have.
1: That's absolutely incredible. What are some of the most common mistakes on the other side? What are some of the most common mistakes that you see entrepreneurs making when trying to become a podcast guest and how can you help fix them?
2: Yeah, I think the first one is not taking the medium seriously, right? Because right now we're just having a a conversation back and forth. This is fun, just like we would do any other time. And I think some people will just think, well, this is a one-on-one conversation. I wouldn't show up in front of a room of a thousand people or 10,000 people not being prepared, not looking my best, not sounding my best. And I'm always amazed when I hear a professional show up on a podcast interview without professional equipment, right? Nothing ruins your credibility more than sounding like you're calling in from the bathroom. So taking that, um, uh, taking that seriously. Another one is not promoting the episode afterwards, right? So, if you've already invested the half hour into it, why wouldn't you use this content? Put it in your newsletters. Hey, I was seen on Seth Green's podcast, right? And put that out there. Um, Not only does it help you, but it helps the host. So those are the types of things. And then finally, just looking at, this is an opportunity for people to get to know you. Uh, There's a great, it's the best tweet I have ever seen out there uh, by a guy by the name of Rand Fishkin, Uh, Rand, uh, founded Moz. And he said, the best way to sell something today is not to sell anything, but earn the respect, awareness, and trust of those who might buy. So I think if you come with that kind of heart, you'll get great results.
1: I have to agree 100%. For our folks who are watching and listening, I know that you have been gracious enough to prepare a very special offer for them. Can you tell us what it is and where they can find it?
2: Yeah, so, you know, before I said make a welcome page and give three offers, the small yes, the medium yes, and the heck yes. Here, I'm pulling back the curtain, and this is what a welcome page looks like. Go to interviewvalet.com forward slash shark and you'll see everything Seth and I talked about there. I'll put the checklist in that we use for all of our clients. Checklists are written in blood. Make sure it's somebody else's blood. I'll also put uh, a copy of my book, Podcast Guest Profits. Uh, you can get a copy there. And then finally, if any of this resonated with you, if you're like, "Wow, I would like to use this in my business." I'll put my calendar link there. Let's jump on a call, see how it would work for you. So all of that will be right there at Interview Valet with a V com forward slash shark.
1: All right, InterviewValley.com forward slash shark. This has been Seth Green of Sharkpreneur with Tom Schwab of Interview Valet. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream.